Hello and welcome to another episode of the Drawing Room Experts. Um, this is Zabe, and um, this is this is a very personal discussion, and um, it's it's about him and should how should I carry this out? Um, but I think I think it's best to to leave it, you know, as um, ad hoc or 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 ad lib as possible for me. Because I I also don't want it to be like super speechy, like like or preachy probably uh, is the right word. But um, but it, it's a discussion that I wanted to have, and I honestly don't care. Um, in, in this particular instance that what people would think of it or if people will even watch it, if it's too boring or dull or too, like I said, preachy, um, I think that's beyond, that's beyond the point um, uh, for me this, this, uh, this time because I think it's important. I mean, the, one of the reasons why I started this podcast was so that I can share my opinions and um and I feel like, uh, you know, there might be some people out there who will agree with it. You know, a lot of people would disagree with it. But regardless, I think it's important for me to let this out. And and, and uh, as I've said numerous times, it's like a therapy, um, therapeutic session for me, you know, doing these these podcasts, especially the ones that I do, you know, all by myself. So it's important that I talk about topics, you know, it's important so that I can... Uh, process them out of my system so um, as you all probably would know and if you don't let me just give you a quick recap okay the first week of 2021 was a very brutal week not just in the u.s you know um, you know very crazy week in the u.s but i think uh, back home in pakistan has been even more crazier uh, not because there's something new happened like unlike in the u.s where i think the last attack on the Capitol Hill was uh, when back way back when the Britishers um, were attacking uh, the Republic at the time, and probably the 18th century, if I'm not mistaken, or 19th century. Um, and then ever since that, that was the last time the Capitol Hill was attacked. And this is the you know ever since that, you know this is the um, this week saw another. Um, attack, if you want to call it, uh, on the Capitol Hill. So, um, in Pakistan, however, it wasn't. It wasn't like. Um, it wasn't. Um, there wasn't something that happened which was happening for the first time, uh, as is the case with us in so many instances. Um, the Hazara community has been. Uh, ravaged and and destroyed and killed and murdered brutally for the past twenty odd years and you know we've seen numbers go high up to thousands of people who've been who've been um, who've been dead and murdered uh, because of uh, violent extremism. So in the chain of those events, there was another event happened and um, and unfortunately, you know, our people, I feel like even myself to an extent, I've, were bored of it. We're, we're bored to an extent where it doesn't really do anything for us because I remember what it used to um, 
whenever we heard about this the first time was ke iska ek bada impact hota tha you think about like death and you know all why this is ha- why is this happening what are we going to do how are we going to stay safe and you know it used to bring the community and the countrymen together um but i think now it does the complete opposite nobody cares about that what it does is that it it opens a pandora's box on on opinion and usi ke upar like i don't i don't want to focus on the tragedy itself because it's been spoken to death um uh, all all this week um but as i try to do with a lot of my podcast i i i want to focus on an element of the incident if i'm talking about an incident i want to focus on an element on of of an incident that you know will will live it live a uh, uh, live a life of its own so it's not going to be just attached to this one event but it 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 opens a broader discussion so for me a broader discussion warrants um you know a, you know broader discussion is warranted on um on privilege and that's what i want to talk about today okay what is privilege and 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 um, and and what should one do you know to realize that they're living in privilege because a lot of these uh, a lot of people when they open their mouth um they are reeking of privilege and that's unfortunate because in their head they're probably talking about some logical answers and you know they they they're probably suggesting a solution to the problem um and i appreciate the thought but i think more thought needs to be put in place before opening one's mouth um there's a reason why i don't touch you know topics certain topics like uh uh women's rights or um um you know african americans keep light i although i did talk about it uh you know in a couple of episodes uh um before but that was again from a desi perspective uh and not really from like a civil rights perspective and even then i was a little uncomfortable talking about it because i didn't want to talk about it myself because it just sounds so rich okay i don't go through what the african americans go through and for me to just talk about you know what's what's going on maybe i can you know condemn it and and be all um supportive or 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 be an ally to the african american community from that perspective yes but i'm never going to talk about it from a perspective of problem solution future history and all of that stuff because excuse me i have nothing to do with them nothing to do with them from a perspective ke um i haven't faced their problems i honestly i, I can read all about them you know i can watch all, as many movies I, as i want but i'll never be in a position to actually relate to it uh, at a level which is personal um uh, from that racist perspective so um is what i say man you know i don't delve into women's rights and you know plight of the african americans and all of that stuff i can sympathize with them but i just don't talk about it. especially the women's right thing god knows how many times i wanted to talk about it but i just was i was sure okay the moment i open my mouth it's going to sound as if i'm um um out of out of my you know uh out of my depth talking about it so um why do i feel like i want to talk about privilege here is 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 because i want the, the reason why i gave you that example is is that's how i think 
when I'm talking about certain things. And why I can talk about, you know, the genocide of the Shias in Pakistan, specifically the Hazaras, why I can talk about those things is because I am a Shia and I've lived in Pakistan for a huge portion of my life, uh, you know, majority of my life, just lived in the US for seven, six, six years. Um, and I've been in positions where, you know, you genuinely fear for your life. Nobody else can, you know, uh, and, and even from like, even from that class that I am, um, like there are extremes, right? There are certain people who are more in danger and, and you know, um, they go through an extreme nature of that persecution um, compared to others. So um, even within a class, even if you are part of like a persecuted class or, you know, affected people, um, you still can't relate 100% across the board end-to-end to everyone. That's why I find it really, really sad that certain people just open their mouth and they talk about, you know, certain things like uh, the Shia genocide and uh, offer their insight and solutions and, you know, opinions about it. Um, by all means, you know, they have their own mouth and they can, they can talk about whatever they want to talk about. But I, I, I just wish that there was this, this certain level of uh, assessment before you, you know, one would open their mouth. So, um, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's ridiculous because they they use certain terms like um um and I've you know made notes about this too just wanted to make sure that I don't you know um uh, delve into other things that I probably don't want to talk about but um the classic example is that you know do this and do that and protest in a certain way or a certain manner or um you know and we've, we've, we've heard all of that throughout this week where, you know, these Hazara miners were, were brutally killed. In this reaction, you know, so many people talked about this. And um, so many people mentioned that um, uh, uh, protest kaise karni chahiye, protest kyun hona chahiye, kyun nahi hona chahiye. Um, and that caught me thinking that, uh, you know, we, we saw that in the U.S. as well. Like when I uh, Black Lives Matter, one of the things that I, I mentioned in that was, okay, um, you know, when you are speaking from a position of privilege, first of all, like I said, you need to recognize and acknowledge that you have privilege, right? For example, I women's right because I have privilege because I'm not a woman. I can't relate to their issues. I can't really speak alone. I could probably have a woman talk about this um, um, and maybe maybe uh, learn from them, listen to them, hear them out. Um, but uh, I recognize my privilege because I'm not in that position. So first of all, it's important to recognize privilege. Number two, it's, um, it's, it's, it's important to know that uh, when you're trying to give solutions, you sound like a total dumbass because when you're speaking from a position of privilege, you cannot, like you you speak from a position of, um, I would say, 
almost uh, relaxed, right? You're cool, you're calm, and you're collected. You can make decisions. As when you are in a very difficult spot. So what you do is um, you uh, um, you make a decision, you make a call, and then down the line, you know, when you look back at it and say, you know what, I think I should have done this or that better. Um, hindsight is always 2020. So you hindsight when you not with the pressure and the positions, situations that you get in heat of the moment. You know, you you tend to make probably better decisions or you make decisions which are um, hindsight. So and hindsight is always 2020. So when people who are not going through this persecution, they all when they when they present their ideas and they present their solutions and they present their analysis, they sound to me as if you know they're 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 looking at it from a hindsight perspective, because a they don't have to go through this, b they're not in those positions that anyone's shoes not even close. Uh, you know, using you know the fact that I'm a Shia, you know, um, I can talk about the plight, but I can't really. I'm not Hazara. So the fact that I'm a Shia, I'm probably in in the Shias. I'm probably more privileged in that sense, where I I can't be recognized as a Shia as opposed to Hazara. Hazara people are very easily recognized. So now I'm not going to be stupid and talk about their plight when I'm not in their shoes. What I what I what I can do is present myself, uh, you know, as a as a punching block, uh, you know, um, someone who can listen and understand what they provide them a platform of sorts, right? That's the most I can do as an ally. But but that's me, even within that community that I'm uh, a part of. But people who are not even part of that community, they're so comfortable giving hindsight 2020 type, you know, analysis. You know, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And maybe this, this, this is probably a better way to approach it. Um, don't play the victim card. I've heard this too. Um, on principle, I agree. I, on principle, I honestly don't have an issue with that. I think principally playing the victim card sounds like you are. Um, how should I put this? Um, Playing the victim card in my 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 head, what it means is that you are trying to live a life of a victim when you can empower yourself and live a life which is more non-victim. Whatever that means, right? Um, the idea is that you know you should always be you know rule your circumstances and don't allow them to be ruled. Don't allow them to rule you. Us vada, us us basis pe I, I understand ke you know playing the victim card is is is, uh, is counterproductive. But how can you play the victim card when you genuinely are the victim? Like there's no two ways about it. Hazara communities, Hazara community in Balochistan are a victim. They don't have to play the victim. They are the victim. So. What are you suggesting that don't play the victim? But sounds like get on with it, and that you know is an epitome of um, of talking privilege, because you, from your hindsight, twenty twenty, as I mentioned, your perspective, you can say that hey, as any gonna say, you know, move on. Like life happens, life sucks. Move on. 
I don't, I don't, I don't think that sounds right. Um, another mistake I think um, privileged people do is that they talk more than they listen. And that I think is the root probably of all evils because they would, if they would think that they want to listen more, that would resolve a lot of their issues. So um, they have so much to say. They give opinions. They talk about, you know, like they're trying to give solutions. One thing that I, I, you know, it's one of my pet peeves and I hate it when this happens is, um, is this whole idea of um, the state's relationship with a civilian. I think that relationship is upside down somehow. Uh, and I'll give you an example, a very small example. I don't want to talk about this because it hurts me when I say this. Um, but it's important for me to talk about it so I can explain this. In the same week, as I was mentioning, just my pura attack on the Hazaras and you know the umpteenth time they were they were brutalized uh, by extremists. Extremists. Um, Imran Khan came forward and said something really controversial. He said uh, while the Hazaras were waiting for him to visit them. Um, so that they can bury their loved ones. And they've been protesting for six days, five days, something like that. And they were demanding that the prime minister uh, come and visit them so that they can, you know, so that they can get assurances that this won't happen again. And then they can, you know, bury their loved ones. Imran Khan sent his federal ministers and, you know, there was a lot of discussion and, you know, negotiations and they, Imran Khan was insisting that, you know, they bury them first before he, he comes and they were insisting, no, you come and then we'll bury them. In, 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 a, in tug of war, you know, of sorts, um, Imran Khan uttered the words, he said, okay, he, as prime minister, will not allow himself to be blackmailed by these people. Um, now it's important to say that since then he has, in a, albeit in a private meeting with the people who you know, he eventually met, said that he wasn't referring to them as blackmailers, but uh, you know the opposition who was trying to take a political advantage out of this. Uh, he was referring to them as blackmailers. But if anyone with half a brain, a uh, quarter of a brain probably, or even no brain, uh, in all honesty, would listen to that speech. He was talking about the um, the victims, um, and then calling them as as um, um, blackmailers. Those um, I want to talk about what's what's wrong with that statement, and there's God knows there's so much wrong with that statement. But I think I wanted to uh, capture a very important aspect of of the discussion that followed when that statement was made or even before that a lot of people were saying because he's the prime minister you can't you know uh, put in that demand because then otherwise everybody will put that demand and the prime minister would have to set a precedent he would be setting a precedent and he would have to go everywhere and prime ministers can't do that makes sense right 
Um, to me, no, because um, I think um, that's what I was referring to when I said we have to reassess our relationship with the state. I think what we've done now is is elevated state to a level where it's better or bigger than the civilians. Um, and I think that's that's where this whole logic comes from. Because if I were to think, not even think about the statement, I would say, yes, it makes sense. You can't really have a prime minister running around the country, um, you know, consoling people every time they lose a loved one and whatever happens. I mean, uh, you can't really, you know, do that. But then, like I said, in so many of my podcasts, be an open thinker, be a free thinker. Why? Why can't he do that? The answer to that is uh, because he's the prime minister and he's busy. He has so many things to look for. He's the prime minister of the country, not like, you know, just one group of people. And, and, and that got me thinking okay, that relationship that we have developed in our heads between the state and civilian is, is messed up because in my understanding, and nobody can disagree with this, I'm pretty sure, the state is there to serve the civilians, not the other way around. Um, the state is is there to serve the serve, protect, and uh, enhance the lives of uh, its civilians, and that's why they pay taxes, and that's why you know you know there's a transaction between the state and the civilians, and whereby the civilians have the upper hand, and um, they they drive that relationships, right? They are they have the hand, if you like, right? Uh, strictly talking in in uh, poker terms, right? So they have the hand, and um, that's my understanding of a state v civilian relationship. But what we've done now, because state and civilian, there's so much gap between the two. What we've done now is um is that we're giving reasons to protect the state for them when they're not doing something that they should do what i mean by that is okay, we shouldn't justify whatever the state does because they're state I've seen instances where people are killed um, innocently by the state, you know, the army or whatever, but it's the state mechanism, right? They kill them or they pick them up, you know, forced, uh, forced disappearances, as we know, happens in Balochistan all the time. Um, um, and people justify that saying, yeah, you know, these people were causing trouble and, you know, state has the right. No, state doesn't have the right to um, to usurp the rights of its civilians. Civilians have the right to, you know, live, the right to share their opinions, the right to be, you know, uh, legally tried in a, in a court of law. And then... Uh, you know, locked up. But state uses that monopoly of violence that they 
in my opinion, they should have the mon monopoly of violence because if other uh, state, non-state actors have that, you know, ability to promote and create havoc in, in the state, then that divides that monopoly. State should have the monopoly of violence, but they use that monopoly of violence to their advantage. They circumvent systems. And the classic example is that अभी तो आप खुश हैं कि यू नो बलोच सेपरेटिस्ट्स को अगर फॉर एग्जांपल एज्यूमिंग दैट दे आर सेपरेटिस्ट एंड दे कॉजिंग ट्रबल्स एंड इफ इफ द स्टेट यू नो यू नो पिक्स देम अप एंड दे आर गॉन ब्लैक वीगो को बड़ा मजाक लोग उड़ाते हैं कहते हैं ये ब्लैक वीगो आ गई उड़ा दिया तो अगर वो चले भी गए गायब कर दिया उनको या कहीं जाके छुपा दिया मार दिया उड़ेवर तो अभी स्टेट ये कर रही है दैट काइंड ऑफ दैट मे बी यू मे यू यू मे एग्री विद दैट बिकॉज़ इट्स it's ends justifying the means um and um to to you you agree with it but then down the line if 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 a state or a, uh, an army mechanism or or the opinions of the state changes that goes against what you believe and if they so use the same brute force against you then you won't like it right That's why we have law and order in place. जिसमें ऐसा नहीं हो सकता कि लोगों की मूड के ऊपर डिपेंडेंट है कि आज का आज स्टेट की पॉलिसी है कि बलोच नेशनलिस्ट्स को उठा लो कल को स्टेट की पॉलिसी होगी कि एनी बडी हू प्रोटेस्ट अगेंस्ट द गवर्नमेंट को उठा लो तो आप भी उसके लिए पेटे में आ सकते राइट ताकि स्टेट की मनोपली मिस यूज ना हो और जस्टिस प्रिवेल करे I feel like people use the 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 existence of a state um and superseded uh, above the rights of the people. Mera seedha seedha opinion is mein yeh hai ki rights of the people supersede everything, everything. I mean, the worldview that I have is 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 pretty strict and very very extreme about that. you there's no there's no room for um there's no room to compromise uh, people's rights um if that means the if that means the state has to you know bow down so be it if that means the prime minister has to run around the country consoling people he should why can't he he's busy fuck that nothing's more important than the rights of the, he's there to serve the rights of the people and if he can't uh, run around the country consoling them then maybe create an environment where that he doesn't have to do that maybe ask the fc to get their shit together in balochistan maybe ask the army to get their shit together in balochistan and not have them create a position where he has to run around the country consoling people it's on him not on you guys as civilians and not on us as civilians to adjust ourselves to the likings of the state that's just my opinion um at the end of this all i'll what i'll just say is um um be cognizant of your privilege be aware that you have privilege be aware that um 
when you talk or say anything, you're coming at it from a position of privilege when you are, right? Um, because that that awareness will drive a lot of good conversations. It's about time that people are when like golden rule in my opinion is when you are in a place of position uh, position of privilege, even if you know that the other person is not doing the right thing, listen, 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 and ask questions. Maybe that you know that genuinely enlightens you or enlightens the other person, and they say, you know what, someone looking from outside in, maybe they're right. But you can't impose that on the other person when you're not, you know, when you are in that position of privilege. Um, so yeah, know your privilege, and please always remember that the state serves you, uh, and not the other way around. Thank you.